Welcome to the South Carolina State Library's podcast, Library Voices SC. I'm Curtis Rogers, Communications Director, and today I'm pleased to have with us in our podcast studio, Ashley Priester. Ashley is the Managing Director of South Carolina Business One Stop. She graduated from Winthrop University with a bachelor's degree in integrated marketing communication. So welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me, Curtis. It's great to have you here. And <laughs> caveat, you. caveat, we already know each other. Yes. So we've worked yeah. on many projects together. Yeah. So it's great to have you here. Um, so tell us a little bit about yourself and what is SC Boss, South Carolina Business One Stop? Okay. Well, um, South Carolina Business One Stop has been around since 2005, um, and it was a collaboration from a, a group of state agencies that dealt with small business owners and business owners in the state of South Carolina that got together um, kind of on a board of directors and decided, hey, this would be really beneficial to our community. Mm-hmm. Um, this is something that needs to exist for the, the benefit of, of small business owners, kind of like an advocate. Mm-hmm. Um, and so from there, SC Boss was spawned in May of 2005. Um, I joined the SC Boss team in 2014. Um, and I was working on the help desk, and so I am now the director in 2019. So it's been a really good. So really you have good seen everything. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So I worked on the help desk, and then I went kind of did behind the scenes stuff, and now I'm managing mm-hmm. and directing the help desk and doing social media. Um, I'm also on the SC Department of Revenue's communications team. Okay. Um, doing some digital communications with them as well. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really it's really fun. So yeah. how is the for people who may not know, and mm-hmm. probably also for myself who may have forgotten, yeah. um, <laughs> is SC Boss mm-hmm. its own standalone state government agency, or is yes. it part of the revenue? So we are our own agency. Um, usually how I describe it is we're under the umbrella of the Department of Revenue. Oh, okay. um, and because we are a state-funded agency, um, we kind of have to exist within that space of other government agencies. Okay. Um, so we're, I guess we'd be almost like a sub-agency. Okay, all yeah. right. So we are attached to the Department of Revenue. Okay, mm-hmm. and it's been around since 2005. 2005, yes. And it has, by the way, for folks who are listening, mm-hmm. has a wonderful website. I mean, you got, well, I, know, you. I know that you guys have... <laughs> gone through some iterations mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. it's in its latest iteration which is really nice and we will have a link on the podcast mm-hmm. page and it's scbos.sc.gov mm-hmm. um, so tell us a little bit about the website what can someone do when they go to the website so previously if anyone has been uh, familiar with the previous version of SC Boss, we used to have applications from all of the state agency websites um, that you needed to get a business permit mm-hmm. uh, a sales tax license if you had to do a Secretary of State registration. We no longer have those filings. So now we strictly consist of um, just business information. We have our nine-step guide, which is probably our most uh, useful resource, which gives you the uh, steps one through nine of how to start your business. Mm-hmm. And that goes through registering with the Secretary of State, checking with your city or county to see if any permits or anything is needed, licenses. Mm-hmm. Um, and we really try to break the site down into starting, running, expanding, and relocating your business in South Carolina. Mm-hmm. Um, we try to simplify it because for anybody that's dealt with any kind of government agency, whether you're just paying taxes or if you're going to get a license or if you're starting a business, it's so many websites that you have to go to, yes. so many links and phone numbers. So mm-hmm. we're trying to 
kind of rebrand ourselves as a hub for all of that information. So mm-hmm. we're still a one stop, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but we just don't have the applications. Each agency is now spe- specializing in security for their own agency. But you're kind mm-hmm. of like a library in the fact yes, that you point are. to, you kind of consolidate mm-hmm. all of these resources exactly. and help someone who may not be web savvy mm-hmm, or may mm-hmm. not know which state agency they need to go to for yes. what. That's correct. That's um, tell me a little bit about the types of businesses because mm-hmm. let's say somebody wants to start their own real estate company yes. or let's say mm-hmm. somebody like has a hobby like woodworking and they want uh-huh. to sell their their items. What Are there different kinds of businesses mm-hmm. that they have to apply for? Yes. So we on the website, we have a actually licensing tab when you click on your licensing says is do i need a business license so it goes through all the different types of businesses that they that we have on the site and then we also on that page have a resources page which breaks it down into consulting contracting um, personal services Uh, we have everything on there from real estate to commercial painting or are you doing residential painting Mm. because a lot of these things require different permits and different licenses Um. so it's like yeah i want to be a painter well what kind of painting do you want are you trying to start a sip and paint or are you trying to paint residential homes there each of them have a different process so we have documents out there for each of those different types of businesses and really where we get our information from is People calling in, emailing, having questions. Mm-hmm. Be like, oh, we've never had that question before. We get a lot of questions about, um, I'm trying to get a CDL license so I can start driving trucks. So we've recently added that to the website. Okay. So we really pull a lot of information from our customers, um, and we try to tailor the website to the different kind of businesses. Mm-hmm. Um, we get a lot of online businesses. Um, we get a lot of, my grandma bakes her Christmas cookies. That's coming up. We really? want to sell them okay. at the church for uh-huh. the bake sale. Uh-huh. What do I need to do? So we have walking through a home goods uh, business or if you want to start an online boutique with Etsy that's something that we see all the time so we try to walk you through okay you need to go to DOR get a sales tax license then you want to check with Richland County so we try to encompass everything and I think a lot of people don't realize you think about you know if you wanted to set up your own Etsy shop Mm -hmm. That that's all you need to do. Right. But right. it's so much more it because, is. you know, the government's going to want their little cut. Yeah. And we try to <laughs> we try to simplify <laughs> compliance as uh-huh. much as possible. Uh-huh. It's, it's uh-huh. still a lot of stuff out there, but we try to simplify it as mm-hmm. much as we can. So as far as the licenses, I'm sure mm-hmm. that there are lots of different levels of fees oh, yeah. involved and each one's going to have its own. Right. So there are a total, I believe it's nine counties in South Carolina that require a business license. So okay. you would think that each county has a license, but they don't. Mm-hmm. So the only statewide license is a sales tax license. Mm-hmm. So that means, I believe it's 46 counties? Do you know how many counties there yep, are? Yep, 46. Mm-hmm. 46? I got yep. it right. <laughs> so there are 46 counties and only about nine of them require a business license. So oh, if really? you're, yeah, so if you're operating your business, let's say you've got a, a mobile food truck. Mm-hmm. That's a big mm-hmm. one that we get mm-hmm. is people want to sell a uh, mobile food truck. Okay. Um, so if you're, let's say you're doing Soda City, you have to check with not only the city of Columbia, but then you'll also have to check with Richland County, depending on where your food truck is going to be. Because if you drive out of city because limits. Because if you drive out of city uh, limits, you're in a different municipality. So you've really got to verify your city, your county, and your town to see. Because in some instances, you're in all three. You're in City of Columbia, Mm -hmm. Richland, 
and you may be in Forest Acres. That's yep. a good example. Yeah, I was yep. just thinking Forest that's Acres because that's one of those that people don't understand is actually its own little. Yeah, it's almost like Irmo. <laughs> yeah. Irmo mm-hmm. is Lexington, but it's also the town of Irmo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's it gets it's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> South Carolina Midlands geography yes, at its there finest. You go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so another part of the website and what you do mm-hmm. is help people and give them advice on running their business. Because yes. once they get it up and oh, yeah. started, they've got to run it. And right. so, are there different kind of training things that you offer, or workshops, or uh, links to training? Yes. So we used to have when we um, house the applications for some of the agency, we used to have tutorials on how to complete this with this agency. Now that we don't have those and each agency has kind of developed their own tutorial and webinars Um, what we do is we have a calendar that features all of the free training from our partner agencies Um, so even though we don't have the applications and the workflows on our website Mm -hmm. we still link to the other agencies um, to kind of point business owners to the grant grants writing that you guys have Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. um a lot of times we have marketing that the Small Business Development Center has. Okay. Um, Richland Library, they also have some free training and mm-hmm. stuff available. So mm-hmm. we kind of try to point people in the right direction, especially when it's free, mm-hmm. because business Definitely. owners are always coughing up some money. So we yeah. try to mm-hmm. capitalize on any free opportunity. Mm-hmm. Yep. And there's also programs like, what is that, One Million Cups? Yes, One Million Cups. So we also point to their website and then feature some of their events on there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, being under the Department of Revenue, we always point to their taxpayer education page where oh, they have okay. sales tax workshops and individual income tax workshops, uh, withholding workshops where you can literally – be in a course, whether it be online or in class, mm-hmm. and walk through the process of filing, withholding, and payroll for your employees. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and that's, I mean, that's priceless information. Oh, that's, yeah. And know. a lot of, you know, I would imagine a lot of small businesses use things like QuickBooks yeah. or Square mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. different programs like that. And of course, they have their own set of, you yeah. know, help sites and, and training. But um, you're concentrating on everything that they need to do with government. Yes, okay. correct, All correct. Right. Um, one of the other things that the um, SC Boss website talks about is expanding a business. Mm-hmm. So what kind of things would be involved in that for someone who's a small business owner? So that goes back into learning how to file payroll. Um, if you're selling grandma's Christmas cookies at church, now another church has heard about it mm-hmm. and they want to do it so you need to hire people to go out and service mm-hmm. these people. Mm-hmm. Then you got to look into, well, I need to register for a payroll with the Department of Revenue. So you need to learn about expanding. And now that you have um, employees, you don't only work with Department of Revenue. Now you have to file with Department of Employment and Workforce because you need unemployment insurance. Oh, yeah. So now you have to go and do these things business. called labor laws. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> so you, and then there goes, uh, you might have to do some work with LLR. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's now, labor licensing and? Uh, regulation. Regulation. Yep, mm-hmm. la- yep, labor license and regulation. So now you have to look at that. And now you're producing a certain amount of food. You need to talk to DHEC now. Uh, so and that's it's Department of Environmental Depart- Health. And it's so many acronyms. <laughs> I have is, to I when I'm on the phone with a customer, I have to remember that it's DHEC and uh-huh. it's SBDC. And, and also, someone could have just moved here from Tennessee or somewhere, and they yeah. have different acronyms in their state. Yes, yeah. so that is also goes into um, expanding because we get. I think our top four states are North Carolina, mm-hmm. Florida, New Jersey, and Georgia. Okay. Um, where we get New Jersey. I don't yeah, know I where like, that where? <laughs> But yeah, so we get a lot of times we have, um, I have my businesses in North Carolina. Mm-hmm. I'm looking to expand in South Carolina. What uh, do I need to do? Okay. Okay, well, this is what you need to do. And a lot of the states, 
Um, I think North Carolina and Georgia have completely different registration mm-hmm. process than mm-hmm. we do. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people are completely unfamiliar and it's almost like starting a completely new business, wow. even though you're established in two or three other states. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So much stuff to mm-hmm. understand. Um, so you had mentioned partnerships like mm-hmm. uh, DO, which is Department of Employment and Workforce. Mm-hmm. Um, what other kinds of partnerships do you have? Because I think I remember that mm-hmm. the IRS is even a yes, partner. Yes, we have partner with the IRS as well. Really, we have, I believe we have, we started with about 12 and we're about 15. So we're continuously growing with state agencies. And it, we kind of are not limiting to state agencies anymore. It's any organization that is there for business owners and there to assist mm-hmm. Um so we partner with them really to keep our, our website refreshed because, like I said, all of our information comes from our customers mm-hmm. and our partners. So it's really a, a mutually beneficial relationship that we try to maintain with our partners so that when do has a change, maybe a policy change mm-hmm. or a legislative change with Department right. of Revenue, we can then in turn put that information on our website. Mm-hmm. Again, so you don't have to go to 40 websites. You can just maybe go to 20. Right, right. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just a, just yeah. a f- just bit fewer. A bit. Uh, um, so I was looking at your list of partnerships mm-hmm. on the website, and of course, commerce, revenue, secretary mm-hmm. of state, all the things that you would think. Um, but then I came across agriculture. Why would why would the yes. Department of Agriculture be a partner? So the Department of Agriculture, because South Carolina is such a, a rural and agricultural driven state, is so many grants mm. and and programs for farmers, mm-hmm. locally sourced food, and you know the farmers market and the Soda City market, mm-hmm. all these things for business owners. So we really are trying to target those people who want to get into to farming locally and. Um, putting their products in grocery stores and small businesses. Mm-hmm. And it really is interesting. I went to a, um, the SBA had an agricultural uh, summit for business farmers and business owners in Florence. Mm. Um, and it was a great turnout. It was probably 50 plus people there, but they're just giving out money mm-hmm, and trying to mm-hmm. pair you with the correct lenders. Um, and farming is one of those things that's passed that down kind of generationally. Right, right. Yeah, because um, you inherit the land and you inherit a entire business. Yeah, so it's a lot of it's a lot of gap there between how the family business is carrying it and then what you need to do for compliance. So we're kind of trying to close that gap and then show people that you can, can make money and maintain this business. And mm-hmm. people are kind of moving towards that, like composting and growing fresh fruits and starting gardens. Mm-hmm. So we're just trying to connect that that audience in South Carolina. Okay. Um, yeah. One of the other partnerships I noticed was with mm-hmm. SCORE. And I don't even remember what SCORE is. What is that? <laughs> SCORE used to be a almost like a, a league of retired entrepreneurs that Mm -hmm. got together, found entrepreneurs and assisted them kind of like, okay, been there, done that. So Mm. now we're going to help learn from our mistakes. Yeah, learn from our mistakes. (laughs) So now they're not limited to just retired entrepreneurs. Mm Mm-hmm. And I don't even think they use the acronym anymore because I'm not really sure what it stands for because they don't even, they've cut out the retired part of it. But it really is a a beneficial meeting to be in there because probably about 75% of the members have owned and run successful businesses. Mm -hmm. They've run 
businesses that didn't succeed so they know well you don't want to do this or this is something you may want to do and it's people from all walks of life all mm-hmm. ages mm-hmm. Um, it's a lot of veterans a lot of um, former accountants lawyers they really have a, a knack for the information that's important where you can kind of sift through all of the the heap of everything that you have to go through as a right. business owner. Yeah. So they, it really is a good agency to be partnered with. Mm-hmm. They have a lot of free events and a lot of webinars as well. Okay. Um, so now I know about some other special partnerships, mm-hmm. and that's a partnership with us, yeah. the State Library, <laughs> and also with Richland Library, yes. which is our mm-hmm. large library here in Columbia. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I know when we were talking about training is that the Richland Library, if you live in Richland County and have uh-huh. a library card, they offer online training yes. uh, through lynda.com, mm-hmm. which actually I learned recently that LinkedIn has purchased lynda.com. Really? Yes. That, so, okay. so now when mm. you go to try to do the training on lynda.com, yeah. you have to have a LinkedIn account too. Oh, so okay. I think that's very yeah, interesting. That but smart. anyway, what kind of what <laughs> kind of partnerships does SC Boss have with libraries mm-hmm. right now? And maybe what would you want to see that expanded to in the future? Well, I think really to start with the the way that libraries have developed and really even just the I've been with Department of Revenue and what's 2012 seven years I mean it's just amazing like this is not your grandmother's library no (laughs) when you're thinking Dewey Decimal and you know Mm -hmm, things like that mm -hmm. like this the library have have I mean just expanded so much and are kind of feeding the the life force of starting a small business where you have the Richland library that has the the meeting spaces available mm-hmm. and the um, the entrepreneur uh, entrepreneur that's that's housed there where you mm-hmm. can visit and talk with them and also actually like even office space and if, office space you know yeah. like you can go and check out office space and it's free and like your taxes there. are going mm-hmm. to these things like mm-hmm. and with you guys in the state library again having the grant we get so many emails about the grants writing because people that's probably top five questions is how do I get money where do I get right. money uh-huh. from or how do, yeah. well you have to know how to, to write up a, a grant proposal mm-hmm. um, especially if you're doing a nonprofit um, and just seeing some of the the resources that you guys have available the social media exchange Mm -hmm. um the last one i mean that was the one where we had sc lead and then we saw the innovation center Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i mean the the libraries are just kind of opening up the playing field to anybody locally to have to have the same information you don't have to just get on the computer you can come in here and meet these people Mm -hmm. and get the information to make contact so Mm -hmm. That's why we try to stay as close as possible to the libraries because they're kind of on the front lines researching mm-hmm. and, and verifying and finding these people and bringing those resources to us. Because, I mean, that goes into saying that, you know, there might be someone in, say, Clarendon County yeah. mm-hmm. who, you know, they know the library exists because yeah. every county has a library, mm-hmm. but they may not know SC Boss exists. Exactly. And they might come into the library yeah. and say, you know, I'm thinking about starting my own business. Right. Well, the librarian is going to be able to yes. point them. So we're kind of, we, we also can be like the, you know, the front lines yeah. for SC Boss too. Yeah, and you guys with, especially 
working with you, Curtis, as the director, that has kind of helped us funnel to those libraries that we don't have access to, like Greenville and Charleston, places that we're not driving to on a daily basis, mm-hmm. where they email me and say, hey, Curtis sent these brochures out. Can I actually get some? And I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'll pack up a box. <laughs> right. I'll send them 400 of them. You know, uh-huh. so it really has kind of kept that that life flowing through South Carolina for us and keeping us relevant in all 46 of those counties. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so how would you kind of like to maybe see mm-hmm. any partnerships expanded, not only with libraries, mm-hmm. but are there other organizations that maybe you think would be important to include mm-hmm. in SC Boss's future? I think there are uh, there are just so many organizations and really we're trying to focus on kind of benefiting the partners that we have now Mm -hmm. and trying to bring more value to them. Mm -hmm. Um, But I would love to work with, let's see, I'm thinking we got 15 partners. That's a lot. That is a lot of partners. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But there are a lot of smaller community organizations. Mm. Um, So we're kind of getting our grounding at at a state level. Mm -hmm. So it would be nice to be able to drill down more of a county level Um, because we work with the Association of Counties, but Mm -hmm. I would like to kind of drill down a little bit more. Mm -hmm. And then you've got so many like ombudsman offices that where you really get into those Mm -hmm. specific... um, like labor specific business businesses that they're they're focusing on, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. so it would be nice to be able to target a more specific audience. Sure, yeah. Um, so, what kind of projects do you have mm-hmm. coming up in the in the coming months, or any trainings, yeah. or anything? So, we are currently working on kind of giving our website a facelift. Another um, facelift? Yes, it's another already facelift. wonderful. Yeah. Well, <laughs> thank you, Curtis. So, it really is just trying to simplify, make it a little more intuitive. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not going to flip the whole website upside down. I know when we took the applications off, people were like, "What happened? Where's everything?" Uh-huh. But it's just a facelift, just to keep it simple. And again, taking in to account the feedback that we get from our customers. Um, And that may be as simple as the nine step guide that we have adding, making that available in five different locations on the website. So it's a little more intuitive when you're looking for it, Mm -hmm. Um, making it a little bit more mobile friendly um, as well. And then that also includes making sure that all of our links are up to date. So Mm -hmm. a facelift is just kind of prettifying it a little bit. It's something that we all have to continuously. And everything moves so fast and you just kind of want to keep up with the trends. Mm -hmm. And And also how many staff do you have? I am doing the creative directing, um, social media, the marketing going out, making sure I'm staying relevant with the partners. And then we have three wonderful ladies that run our help desk. Mm-hmm. We've got Peggy, Cindy, and Moira, and our customers know them by name. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And they'll be like, well, where's Peggy? Uh-huh. Well, I'm like, well, Peggy's on lunch. And they're like, well, I'll uh-huh. wait till Peggy gets back. So it's a very uh-huh. personal yep. you know, experience when people call, which our customers have really appreciated for the last seven, you know, mm-hmm. seven years mm-hmm. that I've been there. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, I like to say that we're kind of a boutique help desk. Mm-hmm. So it's like if we can't if we can't get you the answer, we're going to try to figure it out for we for you, and we'll call you back. Mm-hmm. We'll email you and all that good stuff. So we are a small team. Mm-hmm. So and, and is your webmaster shared with Department of Revenue? Or? Yeah, so we are hosted on under the Department of Revenue. Um, so we do get some assistance from Department of Revenue as well. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. 
And so you have some kind of summit coming up? Yeah. So formerly we um, would meet quarterly with our partners to discuss like the projects that we have going on. So kind of in our efforts to bring more value to those partners, we kind of want to turn that meeting upside down a little bit and have it facing the community a little bit more. Mm. So kind of opening that up to small business owners Mm -hmm. and creating like a small business summit. Um, that we can have our partners maybe be on a panel, Mm -hmm. um, field questions from business owners, kind of see what they're interested in. That way we can kind of bring a little bit more word of mouth to our partners as well as kind of pairing them pairing them with those agencies and putting a face to the name. A lot of times with state agencies, we become an email Mm -hmm. or like a phone Mm -hmm. number. So I think it's good that we show the community that we're actually here and we're real people and we want to help. And a lot of us are starting our own businesses and sometimes Mm -hmm. we're just as confused. So I think that's definitely something that we're going to be bringing in the future to our partners. And is that, you have a date set? We don't have a date. That's kind of just planting that seed of what we want to do. Yeah. Okay, Mm -hmm. cool. Yeah. Well, you've certainly got a large undertaking for (laughs) the amount of staff you have. And that's, again, why partnerships are so important. And that's also why libraries across the state need Mm. to know you exist and need to know what kinds of opportunities you offer. So we're always, always happy to help get that word out for you. Well, thank you, Curtis. I appreciate it. Well, thank you so much for talking to us today. Thank you, Curtis, for having me. This was great. (laughs) And thank you to our listeners. You can find Library Voices SC on Podbean, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio, or add us on your favorite podcast app. Our podcast website address is libraryvoices.podbean.com. We love hearing from our listeners, so please send us your comments and suggestions for future topics. Library Voices SC is the official podcast of the South Carolina State Library. So until next time, this is Curtis Rogers. Thanks for listening.